0: Hey folks, it's Pastor Jennifer Hodson from Bryan Community Church. If this is your first time visiting us, welcome. We are glad that you are listening in. Um, what I'd like to do here is sit down and re-record um, the message that I preached the Sunday before and share it with you then later in the week. And so um, today I am sharing with you uh, our Mother's Day service, or this is the day that of course we recognize not only moms, but also all the women who have had a profound impact on our life, particularly our Christian walk. And so um, if you're a mom or if you are somebody um, who is a mother figure, uh, thank you for all that you do. And so um, I started off the sermon and joined something a little crazy. So I asked for a volunteer, particularly a male volunteer. And uh, the congregation unanimously thought that my husband should be the volunteer and uh, anyone who knows him um could tell you that he is not one to get in front of a lot of people um but they chased him down quite literally and uh and Ryan came to the front of the church and so I don't know if you've seen this on uh social media but I thought we would um acted out as a group and i bought a watermelon and some saran wrap and i asked ryan to put this watermelon on his belly and we wrapped it around i'm gonna try to show you a picture here um on my phone if you can see um so here we have ryan walking around um with a watermelon wrapped on his belly with saran wrap and I asked him to keep that on the duration of the sermon, and I would bring him back up at the end. And so that is what he did. So we wrapped him in this uh, watermelon. And of course, right from the beginning, he's like, man, this is really hot. Now, of course, this was to signify um, just for just a small time um, what women feel like when they are carrying a watermelon on their belly, um, aka a baby, and for some folks, multiple babies. And so uh, that was fun, and, um, and here in a minute I'm going to share with you uh, how I concluded the sermon, but this was to set us up as we talk about moms and women, Um, and then I encourage uh, the church to uh, open up their Bibles, as I'm going to encourage you to, to Psalm 31, and um, I read to them this passage, and let me read it to you first, and then we're going to pick it apart um, as we go. So from Psalm 31, verse 10 through 31, it reads, a wife of noble character who can find She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it's still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable, and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her beds, and she's clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and su- supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but use surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. So, just for a moment, let's set this passage up. Proverbs is a part of wisdom literature. Uh, Wisdom literature uh, was often used uh, during this ancient time where wisdom was considered a female. And so, here we have um, this wisdom literature of what it might uh, be like to be a woman of noble character, a wife of noble character, um, and some say a um, virtuous woman, depending on what what passage you read. Uh, also, if you look at the beginning of Psalms 31, it points out that this might actually be um, the, the mother of King Lemuel, and we, we don't know very much um, about him, but perhaps Uh, this is um, wisdom in which this mother is trying to tell her son this is the kind of woman you want to look for this is the kind of woman that you you want to marry and make you your spouse and um, so of course now of course now mothers if you have um, sons then you know that your expectations are very high and as we read this um, this mother's expectations was very high for her son so whether it be the the mother who um, who was you know looking out for her son, trying to encourage him to to marry this woman of noble character, or or whether it just simply be wisdom um, in which we can learn from, certainly this applies to any woman that. Um, you know, this would be the ideal, uh, how to aspire um, to, to be, but also not just just not women, but men as well. Uh, this is a passage talking about uh, someone with a strong character, a good character, strong moral standards. And so um, we read this to learn, and it challenges not only mothers, not only females, but also men, and it certainly challenges the church. And forces us to ask ourselves are, are we being women are we being men are we being a people of, of noble character of um, faithfulness and so uh, what I did is I just kind of went line by line we're not going to go through every passage but I, I went line by line as I prepared um, and I just took notes and, um, and I want to share what I I shared with the congregation, as well as um, you know, what I wrote in my in my own notes. So first of all, let's start out character. What does it mean to be uh, a woman of noble character or a man of noble character? A church of noble character. Um, first of all, you should know this, ladies. Um, but this is for all of God's creation. Um, we are told that. Uh, You are worth more than rubies. And rubies back then were the equivalent of diamonds. Uh, You are worth more than the riches of the world. And I think we all need to hear that. Listen, so you are worth so much. And I think that in the society that we live in as we compare ourselves, um, we can't hear this enough um, as women, as men. As, as a people of God that we all have value and worth and we're worth more than rubies we're worth more than diamonds um, if, if somebody makes you think otherwise oh, please 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 hear the truth of God that, that you are so valuable um, and just let that go in one year and out the other if somebody else tries to make you think differently verse 11 reads her husband has full confidence in her now if somebody has confidence in you, um, what has caused them to have confidence in you? It means that they can trust you. If we are going to be people of noble character, then we need to let our words match our actions. Today, um, I met with a group of pastors and I pulled up uh, from Matthew where Jesus was, was reminding folks that like, hey, if you say you're going to do something, you've got to you got to do it. He said, let your yes mean yes. And so if her husband in this passage means that he had confidence in his wife, it's because she was a woman who did what she said she was going to do. And we have to be those people. We have to be trustworthy. In verse 11, she brings her husband good and not harm all the days of her life. This means that she's building her husband up. She is encouraging him. She is supporting him. And not just ladies, spouses to their husbands, but we need to do that for one another. We need to do that as a church. We are reminded in Ephesians that we are to encourage each other with the things that we say. And so we don't want to be a people to bring someone harm. Instead, we want to bring one another good. Um, Ladies who are married, you want to bring good to your husband. Um... If you're not married, you want to, to bring good to your significant other. You want to bring good to your family. You want to bring good to your friends and your family and those that you worship with on Sunday morning. Verses 13 through 19. Now, I won't I won't read them all, but just shortly it kind of goes on and talks about her work ethic. She brings him good, not calm, all the days of her life. Okay, check. Uh, she selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provi- provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. Well, first of all, I'm not waking up in the middle of the night to give my family anything to eat. Um, the refrigerator is stocked, the pantry is stocked. If somebody gets up at 3 a.m. and they need a midnight snack or a 3 a.m. snack, they can get it themselves. But, What I gather from this woman of noble character, wife of noble character, is that she is a hard worker. That that she is out and about. And and in this context, this is not a stay-at-home mom. This woman is going and caring and using all of the gifts and the resources that God has given her to provide for her household and to provide for the people around her. Now, and there's nothing wrong with being a stay-at-home mom. Don't don't hear me say otherwise. But in this particular context, I think it is important to note that this is a woman who is working outside of her house. Um, and she's not afraid to get her hands dirty. And so whether you work inside the house or outside of the house, we have to be diligent in the things that we do in order to care for the people around us. And to the stay-at-home moms, let me just say that well, you're not paying. And <laughs> we don't pay you enough. We should pay you more. Think about the bargain uh, that your family is getting if you were going to be a house cleaner, a personal chef, um, what else? You do laundry. Um, the list just goes on and on. You chauffeur your, your children around. I mean, like, if we were paying you, wow, you make a lot of money. But we don't, and so if anybody says that a stay-at-home mom has it easy, think again. In fact, I I admire you. I'm probably a better mom because I work um, than if um, I kept my kids home to to homeschool them. So a woman of noble character, she works hard. People of noble characters, we work hard. Church, we've got to work hard. Um, you know to. To, to serve one another, to, to live into the people and the calling that God has um, placed on our hearts. Um, what else? Oh, I always have fun um, doing this, and I'll, I'll just quickly run down my list. So if you haven't thanked someone yet for doing these things, um, please do. And after I read you this laundry list, um, I, I hope this encourages you even more because think about... What moms do in the morning, and it's not just moms, but because it's Mother's Day week, I'm, I'm picking on moms here. All right, so moms, they shower, and if they, like, first thing in the morning, they get up, they shower. If they haven't showered, they maybe go work out, then shower. Then they make breakfast, they pack lunches, they get the kids up, then they continue to get ready. But, see, I don't know about you, but sometimes... This mom has to go back in to her children's bedroom and poke and prod her children to get them to get up again and then get them into the kitchen to eat the breakfast that I have made. Sometimes, moms, we find lost shoes, we pack lunches and water bottles, and then we have to get the kids out the door and we chauffeur them to school. And this is just the first two hours of our morning, maybe two and a half hours of our morning. And then we drop them off and for some of us we go to work and others of us we still go to work but we go home to do our work and then we get a phone call from teachers saying hey your child left such-and-such at home and he or she needs you to to bring it to school so then we stop what we're doing we drive back to school drop off the paperwork maybe we have a a meeting at school while we're there Um, and then we go back to work or back to home wherever we have to find ourselves At the end of the day, uh, the work doesn't stop. Being a mom is a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week job because then we go pick our kids up, um, we take them to practice, we take them uh, to concerts, we we go to various church events. I mean, I'm exhausted just thinking about one day worth of of work and caring for my children. Um, And so, again, if you haven't thanked a mom, please thank a mom. If you haven't thanked... Uh, your caregiver who, who's loving and providing for you, please thank them. Or maybe your mom who has done this for you uh, in the past. Now let's jump to verse 20. Uh, we're told that she opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. What does this say? That she is kind and compassionate, that she is not afraid to look after those around her. Now, brothers and sisters, I don't know about you, but this is the mom that comes to mind. It's the mom who invites the friends over for dinner. Little Johnny down the street, his mom has to work late. Johnny, come, you sit and eat with us. She's always looking out. So it's not just about her family that she's caring for, but she is, she is seeing where there's a need and meeting it. And if it's not with a, a, a plate of brownies and um, a meal, You know, maybe it's in another way, but but that's who this wife of noble character is. That is who this woman of noble character is. And brothers and sisters, female or male, wherever you find yourself, church, we are called to do the exact same thing. Because this is exactly what Jesus did for you and for me. Verse 21. When it snows, she has no fear of her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. This woman is resourceful. She is forward thinking. She knows that she must plan, organize, stash away money and goods for the future. So, um, husbands or friends, if you're wondering why mom is spending four and $500 at Sam's or Costco or whatever large bulk uh, distributor is in your neighborhood, this is why. Because she's thinking ahead and she's thinking about what other lunches am i going to have to pack what other meals am i going to have to pack what are we going to be doing in the next you know few months so that i can prepare and store up and take care of myself you know when bad weather hits or um you know just when things get busy she makes sure that she has what she needs to care for those around her and then we jump to verse 28 through 31 um This is where we are told that her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all of her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Again, think about all that your mothers do for you. All of those incredible, important women in your life. Thank them. Thank them if you're their child. Thank them if you are their spouse. Thank you if you are their friend. Thank you. Thank them for all that they do. We have to honor the women in our lives, and we need to stop and see all that they're doing. You know, we we often take folks for granted, and we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that at all. And brothers and sisters, like I said earlier, I know that this is an ideal woman, and there is no perfect person. So, ladies, if you think that you need to live up to some kind of standard and and get it all right all the time, you don't offer yourself grace. And brothers and sisters, if you are putting these expectations that you know that that he or she is just never going to meet, stop. Offer them grace. There was only one perfect person, and that was Jesus. This is just the ideal, right? This is what we're trying to strive for, to, to live for so that we can be good men and women of strong characters. Um, I wrote on my, my door on a post, a post-it note, a sticky note once. Um, I wrote, some days you will spill your coffee. And some days I spill my coffee. And some days we're not gonna get it right all the time. I get it wrong a lot. So offer yourself grace. Offer others grace. I think we could do a little better job of that too. You know, we don't know what another mom is going through. We don't know what another person is going through. Which is where I concluded my sermon. So Ryan, for the last 20 minutes of of the sermon, he was sitting in the back with his watermelon baby on his belly. And I made him come to the front. And then of course I asked him, you know, what does this feel like? And he says, my back hurts. And he says it's really hot. And it's really uncomfortable and it's really hard to sit down and it's really hard to stand up. And I said, Yeah. This is what moms go through who who carry a child um, nine months. And um you know, I use that as a moment uh, to remind folks that unless we've carried a child full term, we we don't know what it's like. And even if we have carried a, a child full term, each woman's pregnancy is different. Um, and so it's really just a reminder that in life, everybody walks their own path. And unless we're in that person's shoes, we won't know what it feels like to be that mom, to that family, to be that wife, to that spouse. And so it was just a a moment to say, you know what, we can offer ourselves and others a little more grace uh, when when we just simply stop and see them as a person that God has created to come alongside of them to to stop and to listen and to know what it's like to be a mom or what it's like to be a dad or what it's like to to feel the the pressures of providing for a family or the pressures of, you know, raising children. And um, this was just kind of a a neat illustration. We had a lot of fun on Sunday. Uh, We laughed a heck of a lot as we were trying to to put that watermelon on Ryan's belly, and as we were trying to take it off. But in seriousness, um, it was just a good day to reflect on what it means to to be a person uh, who's faithful, um, you know, who works hard and to, who, who makes their their words meet their actions, and I think this is the goal that we strive for, whether we're mothers or whether we're um sisters or uh just just friends and family and church members, that that this is the people that we're called to be. And um and let's just try and strive. Um we're not gonna get it right. We're not perfect. But to be people of noble character, well, it starts it's gotta start somewhere. And I think it starts here in the Word. Um and so Let's learn from this woman of noble character and uh, see where God leads us in our life. Brothers and sisters, thanks for joining us, and I pray you are well. Look us up online, um, Community Church briancommunitychurch on Instagram or Facebook, uh, and just check in and send us a, an email to say that, that you've joined us, or if you have any special prayer requests, let me know. But again, until we gather online, Uh, May you continue to love God, love people, and share Christ's hope with the world as we do.